Welcome to the Shadow Things Podcast. Whispers Estate, supposedly the fourth most haunted house in America, right? Yep. What what all have you heard about Whispers? Um, I've heard everything from baby cries happening in the middle of the night. I've heard demons. I've heard what is it? A rake? Yeah, rake. A crawling entity. Um, all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. So supposedly the fourth <clears throat> most haunted house in America. I'm not sure where that comes from, but uh, my computer is without internet for some reason. So we're just uh, recording along here, and I can't look up the whispers. I've watched a bunch of videos on YouTube about it, but um, what was that? I have no idea what that was. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> so the whispers is coming into the studio. Um, so yeah, we are going to be taking a kind of a family road trip to the Whispers Estate in Mitchell, Indiana. It's um, it's probably about a half hour or so south of Indianapolis uh, in a little sleepy neighborhood. It's not, if you've looked it up, it's um, and you you at home can look it up too. But it's um, it's just kind of a it's a big nice. Uh, I, I wouldn't even call the house spooky, but it's just kind of a big, nice house. Um, it's old. It's just a normal-ass house. Yeah, it's in the middle of just kind of a regular neighborhood. Um, but, you know, the inside is decorated uh, very classical from when uh, the original occupants lived in it. So it was it was occupied first by a doctor who was kind of the family uh kind of a general practice physician for that Mitchell, Indiana neighborhood. And forgive me anybody if I'm not getting all of it correct, but um, yeah, he did practice out of the home. And I guess some of the attraction to uh, whispers besides the, the haunting stuff that's going on there um, is kind of the history. So there were a lot of, there were some documented deaths, but a lot of, alleged deaths if that makes sense so uh supposedly there are bodies buried out back under the backyard um i did watch a recent video on youtube where the lady said that um and when i refer to the lady i mean the i believe she's the manager she does all the tours for all the groups that go in she did say that there's like a a group of four bodies or something to that effect underneath the garage. Oh wow! I, I think that may be documented, but not sure. But there's also rumored to be a pile of some sort, like a like a pit, where this doctor had performed abortions and thrown <laughs> thrown the fetuses out in the backyard. Oh wow! Yeah, that's I can't I I can't verify that, and 
what I want to do is when we get there and, and, you know, we get our tour and stuff, I want to talk to the, the owners and that manager or whoever, and just kind of get to the skinny on what's verified and what's kind of just yeah part of the, part of the rumor there. So, yeah, but that is one of the creepy things is I didn't know that it's kind of weird too, because, um, yeah, that would be creepy. But if you go to a place like Savannah, Georgia, or St. Augustine, Gettysburg. Anytime you walk anywhere in that place, you're walking over top of bodies that are just a few feet down, not even six feet. What? So, yeah, anywhere in those cities, you're practically walking over a body at any given time. I didn't know that. That's I don't know creepy. why <clears throat> the Whispers Estate backyard kind of creeps me out, knowing that there might be some discarded fetal remains back there. It bothers me, and I know uh, another. I don't. I think this was documented that um, an infant passed in the home. Yeah. Upstairs. Yep. Um, Elizabeth. What's her name? Look it up real quick. I don't know if it was Elizabeth. I'm thinking it was. It was a little girl for sure. She. Ten month infant Elizabeth. Okay. She died in the master bedroom of unknown causes. Um, and then they say that you can still smell like baby powder in that room and. That's where the crying baby comes from. Okay, so that's the crying baby. So there's a crying baby, a rake, and we'll we'll get more into the rake because I think that really touches on some of the things that's been going on in the house uh, in modern times with all these ghost groups coming in and doing what they do. Mm -hmm. But I think that um, there's also a little girl there that may have been like 8 to 10 years old, the one that she got burned badly in a fire that was downstairs mm, and um 10 years old she was 10 yep what's her name her name's rachel rachel yeah so there's rachel's room upstairs where a lot of uh investigators that go into the whispers estate they focus on rachel's room because there's a lot of dolls a lot of activity in there but there's you know some balls on the bed that she typically moves and uh, i guess some some dolls get played with or whatever. And a lot of people will bring presents to her and just leave them in that room. Um, some EVPs coming out of there and toys moving and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a good focus. But, yeah, so Rachel got burned in a fire from a, a Christmas tree yep. that was down it in was the parlor. From in a tree in the parlor, and she actually didn't die. Like, she died two days later. Right. And they, they laid her up in that bed that's still there in Rachel's room. Yeah. And uh, she died a couple days later. Uh very tragic, but they say her spirit is still there. Heart jerker. Yeah. She's a you know, playful spirit, but she's still in the home. Ten years old, passed away. Too too young. Um, but other than that, you know, there was a gentleman also in one of the upper floors that uh, fell and cracked his head on a... There, It's rumored to be the porcelain or the, um, the cast iron bathtub. Cracked his head open and died in that bathroom upstairs. Oof. I think that may be one of the documented deaths in the home as well. And then the good doctor's wife also passed away in the home as well. Is this Jessie? I'm not Is sure. Is that her name? Okay. I think Jessie might be the doctor's wife. Okay. That could be. Because the names are like, I don't know who's who. Yeah. It just kind of all is there. So. so a little bit of documented death around the different parts of the home and on the property. And um, if you look up. The Whispers Estate. Um, it uh, here's the thing: like you can look up haunted and stuff like that with locations. 
and see a ton of YouTube videos. But what really sh- struck me as odd about the Whispers Estate is just the the sheer number of people that's had experiences in there. Mm-hmm. Find very few videos where nothing's going on. And um, you know, and and the other thing is, is that the the um, the management and the owner, uh, you know, they they welcome this as a primary means for income, which is cool. I mean, they let people come in and do, they're very open to like Ouija board use and they even built an Oculus room upstairs, which is pretty cool for people to experiment in, <clears throat> which will, I hope, hopefully it's still there. We'll get to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're very open to investigating and, uh, I look forward to doing it. Um, yeah, very few people have nothing going on at all. But I guess one of the things that's kind of disturbing is that a lot of people claim to get scratched and touched and pushed. And one guy got his, he got dragged down the steps by his ankles. So, and you know me, I don't know how much I put into all that. Like, I think people will get touched or something. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big, the 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 go scratch me person or drag me down the stairs. The scratches I don't discount really at all. Like, um. It's never happened to me, and I've never seen it happen to anybody else. I actually have seen that happen. But I'm not going to close that one out. Like, but the ankles, grabbing ankles and dragging you down the hall, I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't want to shut it down, but I'm not sure either. And a skeptical part of me wants to discount that as someone just falling down the stairs and being scared shitless, and they just have that, that sensation yeah. You know, maybe they just put two and two together. Hey, I'm in a haunted place. Something grab, dragged me downstairs. Yeah. Not to say it didn't happen, but... Right. And all the places I've ever investigated with different people, none of them have ever been assaulted. Not a single one have ever been assaulted. Now, Mandy and I stayed in... Ooh. Goodness. <laughs> stayed in Millersburg, uh, Ohio, at a an old hotel that was... It's so old that I think Howard Taft, the former United States president stayed in Millersburg Hotel at one time. So it's very old. And there are some actual documented deaths in the Millersburg Hotel. And we stayed in an old room on the third floor. And by God, she did get scratched. And uh, it was the requisite three scratches. Wow. um, Right on her back. It's always on the back, too. Odd. And we, we have pictures of that. Like, So I've seen that happen before. But apparently at Whispers Estate... Just about every other female that walks in the house gets some kind of an assault or touching or what have you. So um, I guess it doesn't bother men too much. I'm not really like worried. I don't know. I'm just not worried about it. But I guess going back to what I was saying about like it striking me a little different as opposed to other places um, is the sheer magnitude of uh, people that have experiences there. And part of that's. Uh, you know, the, the touching and stuff like that. Since I haven't experienced that, this is an opportunity. There'll be six, seven of us in the home. There's four stories. We can spread out a little bit. And, you know, there's a, a one in six chance or seven chance that somebody's going to have experience. But yeah, we'll have to see. My but, thing is, is like with all that being said, I haven't seen too many like big name paracelebs investigate the house good you know what i mean yeah Yeah. like i don't even mean that as a bad thing i kind of like it's kind of cool you know yeah 
if it's a hot spot or a, like a hot location, you don't, you haven't like they haven't got their hands on it yet. For sure, so Whispers Estate cool. has never been mainstream. Yeah. Like I and I've been around for a while and I've investigated a lot of places and heard of a lot of places. I've just recently last year heard of Whispers Estate. Yeah, I didn't know about it until you told me. I will say and all out of all fairness, and we can sort of talk about with the owners or whatever, but there is a video out there where somebody really rips Whispers Estate. And they say that, you know, it's all financial. There's no haunting there. None of it's documented as far as the historical tra tragedies. Mm -hmm. And there are some, the guy literally reads a bunch of YouTube, um, not YouTube, possibly YouTube, but maybe Yelp reviews about how, and I'm talking about 10 plus people have booked their investigation and has had nothing, absolutely nothing happen at all. And they've so supposedly wasted, you know, 300 bucks or whatever it is um, for nothing. And But here's the deal. Paranormal investigation is very boring at times. And I'm talking about true paranormal investigation to where you go in and set up equipment and you observe rather than hunt. You're spending hours of just like countless silent hours, mainly quiet and dark. Yeah. And... It's not constant activity. It's just not. Right. And that's the real world. Like, I think a lot of people, what they do is they'll say, hey, Whispers Estate or wherever, here's my 300 bucks for me and my friends to come in and Scooby for the night. Yeah. And when they don't have shit happen, they go after the they organizer. Yeah. Right. Which I think is not fair because, first of all, the paranormal field is very un unproven. I mean, it's a lot of people that believe versus you know people that don't believe but um even even the most active haunted house alleged haunted house or location is quiet at times yeah like the conjuring house or you know alcatraz or the winchester mystery house for me um the myrtles plantation the uss hornet um eastern state pen different places i've been have been sleepers but they have a real huge history of haunted um happenings and a lot of them have, have been those uh places for paracelebs to go and you know cash in on that um you know the ratings and all the airtime but yeah. whispers estate has not been on the radar for many people and but the the telltale trail of happenings is right on youtube and it's pretty frightening and i want to know where this fourth most haunted house in America title comes from. True, so yeah. We'll look that up and uh, and kind of dig into that, but I think it's going to be a good time. Um, you have four floors, so there's a basement, first floor, second floor, there's and then an attic. An attic, yeah. Right, and I think most, it's like every haunted location is the, the most upper floors. Or the most active. Yeah. So everything happens in the attic or the second floor. I feel like the servants' quarters are either on the top or the second, too. Yeah. And I, I would love to know where that name servants' quarters came from as well. Like, yeah. There was probably no slavery in Indiana. <laughs> no. I I feel like that's just what they call it. I don't know. Now Prospect Place in Dresden that we went to, mm -hmm. uh, that had a servants' quarters as well. Um, or servants' quarters as well but there was no slavery going on in there no. they had a um what do you call it they had a bell tower there for 
for underground railroad purposes to kind of get people further north yeah you remember the bell tower oh that was awesome they would have the lights on up there and stuff to signal the so the abolitionists would be up in the bell tower it signaled the the runaway uh, slaves or indentured servants to to come up across the land and push them further north of dresden into yeah. ohio yep but um there was no actual slaves or could have been indentured servants but I don't know, but as far as Whispers Estate, it's it's north of the Mason Dixon line, and I don't I don't see any slavery history there, but just a good haunted history with a, a creepy old doctor that did bad shit. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing I wanted to talk about. So this, you know, the management and the owners of Whispers seem to be pretty open about conjuring spirits up in this home. Mm-hmm. Does and that I, worry you? Yeah, a little bit, just because, I mean, I'm skeptical, but I've had my own bad experience with a Ouija board well before my paranormal days. But, like, you don't want to fuck around and find out, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> that's the thing, though. I, I don't know exactly what we're messing with. Yeah. Um, Mandy is adamantly against us doing anything like that. Yeah. You know, she doesn't want to bring anything home, and I don't either. um but i just you know if you believe in that and you think that people have done conjuring type or scrying type um rituals or attempts in that home with ouija or automatic writing or even itc like uh the spirit boxes and stuff like that um if you believe that stuff man you got to think that there has been a plethora of different types of spirits and characters that have come in and out of the house and what remains there is like the question yeah you're not wrong so hope i mean if there's a so-called rake and the description is pretty rakey (laughs) something that crawls low and just you know has that elemental demonic look which i don't believe demons are in mitchell indiana i just don't (laughs) i don't think they're hanging out in that house but I don't know what a rake is, you know, compared to a demon. But supposedly there's a rake in this house. And if it's if there's a rake in that house, it's not because the good doctor did bad shit. Yeah, I don't. It's because somebody brought it there, like, yeah. goofing around. Uh, Whispers could have been booked at one time by Satan worshippers. You this never know. This is true. That's actually a good point. Because the, the, there's somebody on site from staff there while people are people do their scooby doing but um mm. you know the, while that's going on you, they don't know what's going on upstairs on the third floor not unless it's wired for sound which some of these places do have cameras speaking of related but unrelated you kind of talked about prospect what did you think of that place um i think just like every old place it has a story to tell yeah and i think that there probably is a wayward spirit in there possibly intelligent but i think a lot of the things that happen in there is just residual a lot of memories and energies left over it's people see at the right time in the right place that's how i felt and again because i'll retouch on this like when you're investigating and not a whole lot of shit is happening it can be discouraging but at the same time it's so like authentic yeah to me and like when we were there not really a whole lot happened you got feelings and you kind of yeah actually nothing happened 
I mean, at all. We didn't uh, hear a creak or a crack or. Joni's phone did something funny once, but. Chad captured something on odd on his camera, mm-hmm. but he deleted it. <laughs> it was just Chad. Like, oh, check this out. That's gnarly. Delete. Damn like, it. What the, f- <laughs> what the fuck, Chad? So no. That nothing was a- happened there, but it's an it's older than the whispers. Yeah. A lot creepier than the whispers. Too. Yeah. I, mean, I this think place, it might be bigger. Oh, definitely. From bigger. what I can tell. Yeah, certainly bigger. I think I think uh Prospect Place was several thousand square feet. I think whispers might be in the order of twenty five hundred, three thousand, something like that. Yeah. Which is big, but yeah. Certainly not as creepy as Prospect, but I've been in apartment buildings that are contemporary, modern, built within the last five, ten years that are completely batshit haunted. Really? Yes, it doesn't matter about the place. It does and it doesn't, in my opinion. Yeah. It's not always, for sure. doesn't yeah. always matter. I think that, yeah, you're right. It does and it doesn't because sometimes the what happened there and the time given, you know, over 50, 100, 200 years, if we're talking about residual haunted experiences that come from being in the right place, in the right atmosphere at the right time, that does matter. The age does matter. Yeah. And what happened there historically. But, you know, I think on the same token, a five-year-old or a one-year-old house or dwelling could be just as haunted. And I mean just as haunted. Yeah. I mean, in, in my opinion, I feel like every inch of the earth would have a spirit on it. You know what I mean? If, if this is really a thing that is out there like i don't know call it another dimension or whatever the hell you want to call it whatever you believe um i feel like it doesn't totally matter where you're at i feel like they're everywhere if they're out there they're going to be everywhere because think about like yeah why would you like if there's a ghost in whispers estate what prevents it from walking outside and going down to domino's pizza i feel like haunting the shit out of the kitchen you know what i mean like i feel like that's a thing. And I also, in my opinion, think that some locations are more like anchors for the dead or that other side, whatever right. part of life you go into when you die. There are some places like maybe the Whispers. We'll find out, I'm sure, you know. Yeah. We may find out. Uh, where spirits like to stick around, and that's what makes a location haunted, if that yeah at all makes sense. I can dig that for sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, when you go one day, hopefully many, many million, billions of years from now, right? <laughs> where Where would you want to haunt? Um, <laughs> I would want to be shit. Not nothing to do with family or nothing. Just like if you could pick a place. Oh, like man. What, where would you creep around at? Somewhere <laughs> awesome. I mean, I don't know. I might creep around in a bank at first and kind of just like... Be like places that you don't... I'm going to Area 51. Oh, hell no. Why didn't I think of that? Yes, places that you <laughs> can't get into I would be alive. Like, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be stepping across that line at, on Groom Lake Road and looking at the camo dudes like... we just flipped the bird for those of you not joining us on youtube yeah for sure area 51 or um yeah right patterson air force base take a peek in uh hangar 18 i'm going in the shower with jason momoa 
You know what I mean? What the hell? You know what I mean? Alrighty. My ladies know what I mean. I could probably do without that part. <laughs> um, yeah, but you're right. I mean, yeah, we, we don't know. I mean, we just don't know. Like, it's like I don't want to know, but I don't. That's my purpose for this, I guess. This, I just kind of want to. I don't know. Yeah. For, if there's answers. For me, at the beginning of paranormal investigation, it was about like. It was about like validating whether or not it was a real phenomenon like that you couldn't explain. Yeah. And I've already gotten that answer. Like I know that things happen that I can't explain from doing this, but it's not like crazy stuff. It's just enough for me to be like, okay, there's no explanation for that. I don't care how many times we run it or try to debunk it. Um, it just shouldn't have happened. And I'm, and that's what I started out to do is just um, have those experiences now. And then when I got into having a group, and I was like, "Oh, let's help the client." And we've already talked about that helping the and client. I, I got out of that phase where we're just trying to get answers for the client. We're not going to answer nothing. Yeah. We're, everyone on this planet will be just as ignorant as they were the day before in terms of paranormal investigation. They may know how to go out and do it, and you know, use, use equipment, but that's just, that's very trivial in the grand scheme of things, like knowing how to use stuff or go into a home comparative, like comparatively to what, what, what's actually going on, like what the phenomenon really is. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, whispers estate, we're going to go there next month and check it out and, uh, see what we can find. But what do we have? in store on your end for whispers estate mm, so i hooked this up with the spirit box and i did test it out it's pretty awesome did you, <laughs> did you have anything happen no i see okay so you see it on tv mm-hmm. and it's so different when you have your own and i don't know how to explain that to anybody because the producers aren't friggin shit no i mean <laughs> it's like you'd have to really for anybody at home for viewers or whatever google it you could even look the shit up on amazon and it'll show a picture all you need is a picture of just a basic ass sb7 sb7t is what i have um and t just means temperature temperature so it tells you how to start the sweep it doesn't automatically sweep like mm-hmm. you would think mm-hmm. I know that. You can adjust, like, the sweep rate. Yeah. And um, the bigger the number, the slower it goes. Mm -hmm. So I have mine set to, like, 150 or 200. I can't remember. But it sweeps just perfectly. Mm -hmm. Fast enough to where you know that if a whole sentence comes through there, it's not. There's no explanation for that. Right. Or things that come out with just words but just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, they make sense to us who's asking questions or something relevant to the building or yeah so like you also want it fast enough to where if one word does come out and it's clear enough you'll be like whoa you know that's yeah it just said uh, murder or something rachel yeah Yeah, like if, if we're in rachel's room and it says rachel even even though that's sweeping the FN frequency and there's there's a likelihood that at some point in in that thing's lifetime it's gonna say Rachel. Yeah. Why would it say Rachel right then? A hundred percent. Why 
why would a radio person or something be right at that time saying that name? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't is, know. Is it, is it the powers that be uh, manipulating that device at that time to say things? It would have to be, like... I don't know if it's it all like that. I I'd think that it's something. How could it be coincidence, though? Like, no. Which leads me to another thing. What exactly... You, I'll let you answer this. What are we doing with the SB7 So I am looking to do just some straight up spirit box sessions, maybe one or two, but I do want to do an Estes. Yes. So for anybody who doesn't know what an Estes method is, um, one person goes completely without the ability to hear outside, so we'll have soundproof headphones on... I volunteered to do it. I don't know if I'm really going to be the one that does it, but I would like to be the one that does it. You know what? I thought about that. And we, we you could do it, but I would like for somebody who really doesn't believe or have experience to sure, do it yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, soundproof, so you have no way of hearing outside of yourself, and then you will be blindfolded so you can't see around you. You can't see you know, somebody mouth and words, you can't tell right. the questions that are being asked. So the people around you will be asking questions. And so then, they are the receiver of the message. Receiver of the message. Um, and the person under the headphones will have the spirit box going through. Right. And will just kind of spit out whatever they hear. Yeah. So if they hear, they might hear it sweeping, but if they hear like Rachel, Rachel or cat litter or yeah, anything gunshot. Yeah. They're going to say it out loud to the rest of the group to see if it validates any of the questions that they're being asked around. Right. So so it's total sensory deprivation other than the spirit box that they hear. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to pipe your spirit box um, audio into some earbuds or something and then put the noise-canceling uh, headphones over top. So that you can't hear. So it's maybe a little different than people do, but I think it's better because you're going to get the feed directly from the spirit box into your ears. But over top of that, we're going to put on, and they're they're made for loud loud machinery occupations. Mm-hmm. You put them on or gun ranges. Yeah. You put them on and you really barely hear gunshots. So there's no way you're going to hear conversation around you. Plus, right. you're going to have a blindfold on. And, and to be honest, I don't think it would be out of the way to do the receiver and the questionnaire or the interviewer outside of the room. like In separate rooms. Maybe just on the other side of the door. And the, and the person who's the receiver doing the Estes could be you know, in a closet or that Oculus room at the Whispers Estate. Yeah, I've seen that done. We'll record the session video and um, audio, of course. Um, it's so the Oculus Room for people that's listening. Um, it's a room that was paneled with mirrors, uh, 360 degrees, and even the door, the ceiling, and the floor below you is mirrored. I Everything. didn't know about the floor and the ceiling. Wow, it is completely amazing. So they suggest that you do low light, maybe a candle. I don't know if they allow flames, but. I've seen a lot of people use those little flameless yeah, candles. Yeah, flameless little tea, tea light things. Yeah, and just sort of uh, go in there and do their little conjuring type stuff. And when I say conjuring, I don't mean everybody intends to bring out Beelzebub yeah. to a party, but 
you never know what you're doing. So they do have that room for conducting that type of stuff. I think we should do the Estes up there. Yeah. And maybe do it somewhere else. But there's also a basement that has things going on in it. But I don't think it's as hot as uh, the upper floors. Mm-hmm. But I have seen a lot of stuff going on even on the first floor as soon as you walk in. And you know what really attracted me to Whispers is that people go in there and they're doing, they're interviewing like the manager and the, or the tour person or the owner. And um, there's all almost always a, a, an incident to where um, they're just talking about you know, the history of the house or something like that. And there'll be a loud crash upstairs or they'll hear somebody walk upstairs and there's nobody up there like legit. And to me, that's real haunting stuff. Yeah. Not, you know, to hell with this dude, you know, a bowling ball just went by my head. Yeah. First of all, no, it didn't. Yeah. (laughs) But when you're having a, when you're watching a normal conversation and you get disrupted by noises that shouldn't be happening, that's interesting. And even the, the, the staff that works there are kind of like, you know, I haven't heard that before. Right. That that piques my interest that there's genuine, subtle haunting phenomenon. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of subtle haunting phenomenon. Yeah. Um, like footsteps. That's what I grew up on, you know? Like, yeah. That's what haunting has always been to me. Yeah. I don't want to see, like, I'm tired of videos with cabinets flying open and chairs rolling across that i'm telling you right now that stuff doesn't happen i can't say it doesn't I, but I, i'm telling you that 90 percent of the footage that you see on youtube it's not happening i'm gonna say 95 i i'm almost there with you uh, now there are stuff there's there are video clips that i do believe i can't explain like that's really crazy but a lot of that doesn't involve cabinets flying open because you can discredit all of that you can so what about this now, for my listeners, Dad knows this story already, but I'm going to retouch on it. So, I lived in a house many moons ago with my mom. Um, my daughter was just born, and we were living in a single-story home. It was a small home, and the kitchen was a pretty comfortable size. had just like a classic stovetop. I think it was a glass stovetop oven type situation you know and oh i know what you're talking about so we had a cookie sheet and we were cooking pork chops in the oven and my stepdad was standing in the doorway from that goes from the living room to the kitchen and he there was nobody else in the kitchen standing behind him and he was standing in that doorway facing the living room And he heard a big pop, like metal, like something just popped. Well, he opened the oven thinking that like one of the racks fell down. But the pork chop pan and all the pork chops was completely flipped upside down inside the oven. Now, it might take viewers listeners to visual like a second to visualize that but it completely flipped upside down there's no way that that flipped like there's no room for that to flip on its own right and it it popped and it like flipped so in in our youtube title for this particular video 
um, and the podcast, I'm going to put Haunted Pork Chop in the title yeah. because I want to drag people into that. I will say, and I know what you're talking about because I've talked to your stepdad. Yeah. And um, I and I, I think I went over there an hour later or something like that, kind of after it just happened. Yeah. He explained it to me, and he was dead-ass serious. Like, he did not explain it. And I investigated kind of the the physical aspects of it. He showed me the pan. Yeah. The oven. Yeah. And told me what happened. And for me, it doesn't work unless he's totally lying. There's, this I was, guy doesn't lie. I was in the living room. And you heard the noise, right? I heard the pop. I think somebody else heard the noise, too. My grandma. Yeah, your grandma. So um, that did happen. And to kind of more clarify what you're saying, the pork chop pan is a standard, like... Um, it's like a cookie sheet. It's a cookie sheet, right? And a standard size oven. But mm-hmm. the way the racks... You know, there's two racks in the oven. The yeah. rack that the cookie sheet was on... Was the, top. Uh, was the top and there was there's about six to seven maybe eight inches of clearance mm-hmm. i don't care if it's foot clearance it only had you know five six seven eight inches of clearance this cookie sheet without the door opening yeah and the pork chops somehow inverted 180 degrees upside down with the big rapture down. noise completely upside down invert of the pan Pork chops below it now, pan in there just cooking away. Yeah. Door never opened. Door never opened. And there was also some other things going on in the house that were there was yeah interesting. But that was the most amazing physical thing that I've ever uh, heard heard testimony about. I'm telling you, it happened. Yeah. Um, the pork chops were on the bottom of the oven and everything. Yeah. So it's, I can't, I have that Here's, kind of stuff I don't have an explanation yeah, for. Yeah, and that kind of like slaps me down about the whole. <laughs> My bad. Be, because no, I agree that that did happen. Yeah. That did happen. I hope. There's a, there's a part of me that says that could have been a whole, you all could be pulling my chain. Oh, not a chance. Not me. But I know. But I know you didn't. But you always have to allow that little room like. Of course. It's physically not possible. Right. Like, no, how that's, did that happen? That alone is like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like you guys are pulling my chain, but I believe everything that everybody said. But it's, going back to what I was saying, like watching 99 videos where doors are flying open and chairs are rolling across the floor. Or a bottle's falling off the coffee table or something. Yeah. Um, that's old. Like, it's so uninteresting to I me keep smacking the microphone i'm sorry quit smacking the microphone <laughs> um it's so uninteresting and ungenuine to me i'm totally tired of the shit very like, cliche of, yeah i'm so when is when is people going to get tired of even making those videos and cgi and it's like come on man it's so old and boring you know Just, what i really hate is we're getting off we're getting off trail that's fine. but <laughs> you know what i hate Speaking of internet videos, I spend all of my time, especially this past week, Watching being Sam sick. and Colby. No, I watched the shit out of some Sam and Colby, but I've been watching Bizarre Bub on YouTube, and he does the video countdowns for, like, the scariest, or, like, oh. don't watch alone. Right. Some of the shit I see on there, I'm like, there's no explanation for, but most of the shit, and he narrates it, and it's, it's hilarious, because he'll be like... And this is what they captured. You know right. what I'm talking about? And it'll be um, some guy 
walking down the hallway of his work and it'll just so happen to be uh, like a big hospital or something right. or a warehouse. And uh, the bizarre bub guy, he'll say, if you don't look closely, you'll miss it. So pay attention. And it's some shadow figure in a doorway that he passes really quickly. Mm-hmm. And they'll slow the camera down. And it's, you know, damn well, it's one of his buddies hiding in that room. Like, they, it's a setup. You most so? Most of these videos, I'm telling you, are set up. And some, it pisses me off. Some of them, I think, I believe more than the chairs flying across the... The shadow people? Yeah, but here's the thing about videos like you described. First of all, why are you filming yourself walking down a hallway? Please have a purpose other than the paranormal to be filming. Like, first of all, I'm not saying that's what makes it credible. Because some people are, like, really scooby looking for something and then something might actually happen. But I'm telling you, 90% of the videos you see on there, it's like... Yeah. Dude. Have I talked about the Hilliard apparition with you? Yeah. Uh-uh. So Kurt, of course we mentioned Kurt on every episode of the Shadow Things podcast. We love him. Yeah, Kurt's the best. He's in he's in Hawaii floating around on some... Did you see my comment? Oh, I yeah. I commented on his thing. I was like, Kurt hey, says he's going to take the Shadow Things family next we're, time. We're going to have Lisa, his wife, uh, hook us up with a <laughs> <laughs> some kind of package to paradise. But Yeah, he's out there floating around in paradise. But um, he would know what I'm talking about, so... With his previous group, the Orion group uh, in Columbus, they were in a, and I was not there, so I don't know, but they were in some old, kind of like, not spooky place, but just an abandoned house out in Hilliard, Ohio. And one of the guys uh, were filming, and with a night shot IR camera, uh, which we're going to take to Whispers, by the way. Um, it's an old school one, like a, not too old, but anyhow. Um, It'll do the job. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, he was filming up in the attic with the IR night shot camera. And this is probably in 1999, somewhere around there. And, um, you know, they, they were just doing their thing. But the guy sweeps to the left. Um, is filming another investigator across the, the attic. He sweeps to the left gradually. And just plain and simple, and to this day, it's the best apparition I've ever seen. I need never to see that. I've never seen it repeated this way, but it was just, it was a partial, like maybe a like 50% of an outline of a person. Um, and it was lit up. It was glowing, like right in front of the, the camera operator. And it was fantastic. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't fake. This is way before CGI and Photoshop and Adobe yeah. After Effects and all that. This was came off the raw tape, and it was a perfect half shape of a guy. I, I say a guy, a, a person. Yeah. An entity that wasn't there. And the, the camera operator saw it while it happened, and you could hear him, you know, him react, and it spooked him out. And I think they left. And it was fantastic. Should I believe too? No, I wouldn't. So things do happen. Yeah. I mean, things happen. I've seen things happen, but nothing like you see on YouTube. I, I don't mean to keep dwelling on it, but it just really upsets me. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. So I, I hope when we go to Whispers Estate that something outrageous happens. And, you know, because I haven't been on a, <laughs> I haven't been on an, a true investigation, even though this is kind of for fun. Yeah. I haven't been on an investigation and long time really so i'm looking forward to it um 
yeah, so that's going to happen next month here very shortly. Um, so we're also going to do, um, I have converted my little old GoPro, GoPro Hero 3 black. I'm sorry, silver. Silver Plus, Hero 3 Silver Plus, into a full-spectrum infrared camera. So it sees everything. So it's a pretty good pitch-dark camera. And I got some example videos that I'll put up with this one. But we're going to mount that to a um, an HDMI uh, screen so we can see what we're doing and maybe tripod mount it and get it down a hallway and see if we capture anything. Uh, got some IR floodlights we can light the place up with. So we're going to do full spectrum uh, surveillance of certain spots, and we'll walk around with it too and see if we can pick up some of them Hilliard apparitions, yeah, which would be awesome. And then, like I said before, we're going to do the sunny night shot. Now we, the Shadow Things podcast people, are not we are not paranormal investigators like by trade at this point. Vanessa is. Starting. I'm working on things. She's she's gonna launch her own little thing here shortly and get it get there, but we're not like full fledged. We're not like busting out the seams with equipment. We have some stuff to to tinker around. with. I am building my arsenal of equipment as we speak. Arsenal. <laughs> so yeah, she's getting there, and we got a couple things to to play with. I got a ghost ball. The cat ball. Uh, oh, I don't see it. Where the hell I did it go? I packed it to Point Pleasant. Oh with it yeah, down there. nothing happened with that. But I don't know that thing is. Uh, so if anybody knows what a ghost ball is, it's literally for my people who watch Sam and Colby. <laughs> um, it's literally a little clear ball that has like rainbow lights in it, and it's supposed to like you're supposed to shake it. Is it one of the ones that you shake or press a button and well, it lights up? Yeah, you press the button and it lights up. However, supposedly, yeah. But if you touch it, it goes off. Oh, is that, does yours do that? Like if yeah. you just touch it? Yeah. Okay, so. If you, you got to kind of tap it though. Okay. It, you can't go like, you know, barely graze it and it'll come on. But if you go, it'll go off. Okay, so. It's like a cat toy kind of. Yeah, that's, people call it cat ball, ghost ball, whatever. Yeah. You just sit it in an odd place in the floor on a right. table. And it's um, pretty cool. It comes with a little mount. I don't have it here. Does on it have a mount? Yeah, it has a wooden mount. Like a little, kind of cool little mystic mount. But Yeah. We'll we'll put it like down the hallway, <clears throat> at the end of the hall on the second floor of the Whispers Estate, and just video it and see if it moves. When you first told me that it came, like you ordered it and it came, and you were like, "Well, this is what it is. I don't see how it's supposed to work." If that bitch starts blinking at the end of the <laughs> hallway, I, that I'm not gonna. Well, have I had words it, for. I had it here and I had it just sitting. Yeah. Uh, it was in the uh, the movie room in there. Yeah. Or the man cave, and it was just sitting. I forgot it was on. And it just started blinking for no reason. Shut up. Yeah. And it should have been touched, in my opinion, to be blinking. But it was just me home. I didn't mm. freak out or not, of course. I just turned it off and put it in here. Like hell, I'd be, I'd have called you. <laughs> <laughs> You're the closest. You live the closest. So yeah. I'd be like, Dad. So we got the ghost ball. Um, we're also going to have about 800 EVP recorders. I got. I just got a fancy one. I'm pretty excited to use it. Another thing I want to do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a lav mic set up. Um, what I want to try to do is do a like a half hour observation period to where we're gonna set the lav mic up in maybe the hallway or the Oculus room, and we're all gonna go outside. We're gonna let it record, but we're gonna watch it on the laptop. 
Mm-hmm. So the receiver will be plugged into the laptop. Like a nerve center. Right. And we'll have audacity on or, or whatever. And uh, we can watch the spectral analysis of the noise going on. And we can see if there's a bump or something like that. Right. Or, or a signature of a louder noise above, you know, 40 hertz or a few decibels. And go listen to it later. But in theory, there should probably not be any noises going on upstairs mm-hmm. while anybody's not in the home. But we don't know yeah. what kind of sounds the home makes. But if you hear it, if you straight up hear a voice in the Oculus yeah. room while we're, while we're all outside, that's not right. So I want to do that. You know what I worry about? What? So you remember at Prospect when like we kept talking shit like, oh, I bet they have this place wired to, right. to make sounds right. and stuff. Like just because, I don't know. Like, <sighs> Okay, so there's a couple more things why you say that. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> that one YouTube video I mentioned where the guy's picking the place apart, like this is fake. Somebody they're, said that, didn't they? are in it for the money. Well, there's his accusation is that the place is full of booby traps. <sighs> if you remember, um, Taps during season one or two went out to, I want to say it was like Long Beach or somewhere out in California, and they went into a booby-trapped home where there were like speakers in the wall and Stop. stuff rigged to open up and... Yeah. Are you kidding? I will be so pissed. Yeah. Um, I give give every place the benefit of the doubt. But, sure. Um, I don't see those types of things being reported too often at Whispers. It's mainly noises that you can't explain. But this one guy, is, uh, if I knew the name, I would I would just blast it right here. But he very much so picks picks apart the Whispers haunting. Says nothing. Roll. Nothing's there. But he even cited. He read on Yelp or whatever somebody's review of Whispers that said, I used to live in Whispers Estate before all this haunting stuff went on. This reviewer said, since I live there, I can tell you firsthand that there's nothing haunted about the place. There is no history of a little girl dying. There's no history of people in the backyard buried. All this stuff. So it completely obliterates the haunting and that makes the accusation that the Whispers estate, current owner and management, just fabricated all of this stuff. So that was one of the reviews that I read on YouTube from like a Yelp review. So, Listen, um, as, as brilliant as a, that all is for some income, I will be so upset. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't think people, I don't think people do that. I'm to that degree. Sh- here's the thing. I'm sure people do. But, I mean, come do on. Do you know how much legal, I mean, you know how much shit you could get into by frauding people? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we're going to sign, sign a waiver or something saying we're not guaranteeing anything to happen. Or Yeah. Know, but, um, well, I mean. I have no expectations. I just see what I see on the internet. That's one out of a million videos that really blasted his place. So maybe this yeah. guy had some issue with the owner or just, you know. I had my little tiff with uh, Mansfield Reformatory. Oh, they, did you? They fucking banned me from the prison. Uh, as of a few years ago, I was still banned from the prison. Yeah, You're I, kidding. I talked to the uh, the guy that headed the ghost hunts, and he didn't say I was banned, but he said, <laughs> he said as of recently, my f- picture was still up in the office down there. For what? Because I called them out on their bullshit. Stop. You know me. I don't care. Why don't I know this story? Oh, well, this was back in, 
I'm going to say this happened in 1997. I was going to say, because we just, like, toured this building. You remember that? Yeah. Like, yeah, I've been six there. years ago or I've something like that. There, yeah. Well, it was in 1997 or 8 or maybe 99, where they just, uh, it was just making, not the people now, but the former director and their ghost hunt team were, or paranormal program. Yeah. We're just making shit up and. They hired some quote unquote parapsychologists that got their parapsychology degrees out of a Cracker Jack box. And oh, shit. Had these psychics rolling around with long fingernails saying, Ugh. I just kind of called out some of that stuff. Yeah. And in turn, they said, actually, and I forgot about this Mansfield Reformatory is the MRPS, Mansfield Reformatory Preservation Society. Yeah. Had their lawyers send me an email saying that I need to cease and desist all talk about their their uh, paranormal program, you know, in a negative manner. Well, guess what? Fuck you. <laughs> I, I wish I could go back because I kind of know things about the world legally. Yeah. And I know what libel is and slander. Yeah. I will say whatever the hell I want about any place as long as it's factual. Yeah. I did nothing wrong. I mean, no. maybe I stirred the pot a little bit, like I am now. Like, But that Stirring did happen. The they were like, you can never come back. You're barred. My picture hung up. I heard it from I don't know how many people that they said to watch out for this. Like, I'm going in there with a blowtorch or a jackhammer. Like, I um, I love the place. Yeah. But I wasn't having any of that shit. Like, they were duping people to believing things that happened in there that didn't happen. And <laughs> I know that. Now, it's different now. Like, yeah. that is a haunted place. I was going to say, have you actually, like, investigated yeah. OSR? Yeah, twice. I did it back in 19-whatever, 97. I know you went when I was a kid with Minga. And, uh... No. I, I went with your mother and, uh... Minga was there. Somebody else. Oh, was she there? She was there. Okay. Well, yeah, a few people. Um, But it looked like you guys were there in the daytime in the pictures. Yes. So we, we went through... In the evening, but it wasn't dark, and it, but it was private. We had the whole place to ourselves. Yeah. We went with the former director. His name was Ron. I don't remember his last name. Was, very, it, was that cool. the one that was like, bro, you can't come back here? No, actually, no. He left the board and went somewhere else, but um, it was the next leadership and the next people that built the program up. But I just spoke my mind, and they banned me from the building. Well, Dumb. Yeah, I could give a shit. <laughs> really but it's funny though the guy as of a few years ago he's like i see him in a chat or something on facebook he was like are you the brent fair the and, and i was like well i've always been to brent fair yeah <laughs> and then he he said from taps or and then he said parax and i said yeah and then he got to talking about like just we just talked about chatted about some stuff but yeah he'd, he'd come out and said that yeah it was still I was still talked about. <laughs> oh my! Like, that is ridiculous. That's so Not extra. They're talking about the whole taps thing, but um, yeah, it's very extra. You know me. I, I love these places, and I've never made any place harm. Yeah, I mean, I've only been there for uh, daytime tours, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, we did it. Me and Mandy did a nighttime hunt there with with Zach Bagans. <laughs> Not the actual one. The Wish, <laughs> one from Wish. This guy looked just like Zach Bagans, but uh, there, it was a group thing, and there was a bunch of people there, and me and Mandy had the run of the place. Like, we bumped into people. We was there about six, seven hours. We bumped into, like, 
people maybe two or three times. Yeah. It was awesome. We were totally by ourselves in the pitch oh, dark. Man. Going into the creepiest. I don't even think we were supposed to go into some of these places. We went like beneath the hole there. Like there's a how lower you, how level. How do you go beneath the hole? No clue. <laughs> I, I remember we had some experience up in the east shower room and we, we were like. Boop. Is that the one you go into on the tour? The east shower room. It's like you go at the end of the cell block. And then it's no, up. That's different. Oh, okay. That's the one. I know the one you're. You know talking what I'm about. talking about. This one's on the other end of the building. Wow. And it's up at the very top. Oh wow. So we went up there and we were, we had some experience, but we I wound up going down the stairs a little too far. We went through this door and it was below the cell. It's very it was very like industry down there. It was like HVAC equipment and all boilers and Freddy Kruegers down there. <laughs> But anyhow, we went off in this big tangent about other stuff. But to the old people at MRPS, um, to the new people, disregard anything that you just heard. Yeah, unless you piss me off, I'll say what I need to say. Oh God! Now I've heard good things about what goes on there, and I have no problems. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna do the what. We're going to get kicked out of the whispers. <laughs> Canceled. Canceled. It's fucking You're going to get an email, sir. <laughs> this is the thing about the shadow thing. So it's about expressing yourself. Yeah. Just be a. Keep it. Just on be a, cool, man. Keep it on an even keel. I mean, tell the truth, but yeah. I'm not hiding anything back. Oh, and I, while I'm kind of at it, I just want to say, like, I've been on Twitter a lot and watching people, watching people that I had have known personally in my past you've been seeing people talk shit about dave schrader oh that's yeah like like dave schrader is like to everybody on twitter you leave dave schrader the fuck alone because he's cool so shut up so i've personally known dave schrader and hung out with dave schrader i've went through a taco bell drive through with dave schrader in florida that's all you need dave schrader is a good guy and you know he's He's had some things going on with, uh, you know, his career and his radio yeah. um, career and stuff like that. But I guess people are just, slamming, just going at it, and they they all sound ignorant too. Yeah, it kind of leads me to what I was wanting to say. Like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I, I Twitter, man, everybody just goes at it. it's on Facebook a little bit, but I've been just kind of sitting back watching p- old older people in my past that I know, like personally, and you know some other people that I don't know. <clears throat> And it's funny because it's happening in the not only in the ghost research or paranormal investigation field, but it's happening in the UFO circles as well. Mm. People are so dramatic. Like, why why are people bitching and fighting each other about the dumbest shit? Mm-hmm. Like, who cares? Like, even with Dave, like, I think it would serve him better to maybe not defend himself so much i agree to each their own but i think some trolls might feed on dave's frequency of responding to stuff like that. i want to comment like the other day i even typed a comment dave it's time to log off but i didn't i didn't post the comment just log off because listen it's all ignorant bullshit yeah every bit of it yeah, people just need to calm down. Like the point is, is that he's Dave, Dave Schrader. No, not Dave. He's Dave Schrader, and the fact that he does respond if you get him fired up, 
will in turn like light people up. They're gonna it'll be like light bulb. Let's right. talk shit to him because he'll respond and it'll get him going. Yeah, and I see a lot of other people that do the same thing and that just kind of maybe that's their thing. Um, I don't know. To each their own, but it just um, it's amazing how much like bickering and fighting and name calling goes on still in this drama field paranormal investigation field. It's it's kind of ridiculous. Back in the day, it used to be like, kind of like teams versus teams. Now it's like paracelebs versus paracelebs, and yeah, it's goofy. people going after paracelebs, and um, it just makes no sense. And it's a disservice to the whole thing. Like we're we as a kind of a pseudoscience field, or we're Scooby doing in dark places. That's it's it. kind of hard to gain credibility as it is, but. In your personal life, if you're doing that stuff, but outside in your personal life, why not just um, not act like a total dipshit? Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Don't contribute, but like people going after Schrader and people going after the new Kirks, and you know, just it's all stupid. It's yeah, really somebody dumb. just went after Greg for an Easter post. Shut the hell up! Really? Yeah, it was dumb. Like. Shut I, up. I even see more tenured paracelebs um, use their platform for um, political statements. Like, I'm talking about bigger, more tenured people. I don't love on that. On TV and stuff that they use their, pl- and people I know yeah. that use their, their, uh, their influencing numbers to get like political messages out. And I just think that's horseshit too. It's dumb. I don't like it. I don't care for that. Yeah. Yeah. I like with shadow things. I even make it a point not to like, not even like uh, if I see a political post that, you know, I kind of side with or disagree with. I don't like it or dislike it or mention. I'll go on my personal account and say that stuff. Yeah. Cause there's no place in it really. I mean, everybody fights too much and, in UFO circles, it's the same thing. It's like you got the believers and the disbelievers going at it. And like, there's a guy named Mick West and he's like, um, one of the, one of the more credible, hardcore, um, analytical skeptics of the UFO phenomenon. And he puts out some really good work discrediting, some UFO stuff. You know, I'm a big UFO believer because I've had a, a, an experience that I guarantee you they were UFOs. <laughs> yeah. But this guy, Mick, would say otherwise, and he would shoot it down and tear it apart. But people go and attack him personally for his beliefs, his disbeliefs. I think it's ridiculous. It's That's absolutely ridiculous. People do it in the UFO field. I don't see it a ton in the crypto field, like Bigfoot believers and... You know, uh, any kind of cryptids. I just, I see it in UFOs and I see it in the ghost field. It all started with the ghost field, but now the UFO people are running around attacking each other because it's dumb. Like, some people believe that, like, Jeremy Corbell, who kind of helped get everything out, and George Knapp, who's a KLAS reporter who <clears throat> interviewed Bob Lazar back in the day and mm-hmm. got, he's kind of like the, kind of like the, great uncle or grandfather of exposing things um, to the public. Him and Jeremy Corbell worked together on the Bob Lazar thing and then some other stuff. And Jeremy worked with uh, Lou Elizondo. Um, 
you know, and tried to get the recent Navy and military government videos out to surface. And um, a lot of people are attacking them, just saying it's for their own gain, publicity, money. It's like, who gives a shit? Right. Like, what if it is? They're, they, they're dishing out good material to the people. Like, people don't know how to mind their business. They just don't. Yeah. Just let shit be what yeah. it is. Yeah, you see it all over. It's just aggravating that people just can't, like, enjoy themselves, enjoy the things that they're passionate about without attacking one another. Dumb. Like, give it a rest. Go join an MMA gym and get it out of your system. Don't attack your fellow investigator or your fellow UFO believer or your fellow UFO disbeliever. You know what I mean? Like, back in the day when we did TAPS Family Radio, we had a plethora of great guests. And um, one of them was James the Amazing Randy. Um, I've heard that name. The very, the the most skeptical guy ever. You know, the ghosts don't exist. Here's a million, very rich guy. Here's a million (laughs) dollars if you can prove it in a lab setting. Like, it's a guy that I totally went against the grain with and disbelieved. You just told me about this guy. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I disbelieved him, but I just disagreed with him. Yeah. Like, he was that hardcore, but... He was a guest on our show. He was a, an amazing guest. Yeah. There's no need to attack people for their beliefs. Goofy. You look goofy. You sound goofy. Stop. Yeah. Just just be cool, man. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to give off peace vibe here, but it just gets old watching. <laughs> be cool, man. The same shit. Yeah. But um, And Twitter's like the worst when it comes to that stuff. It really is. Yeah. It, all day. Yeah. A constant war. And I Twitter. see people that's... <clears throat> People that uh, that's express themselves before, but for the most part, they keep quiet and kind of just promote their own interest, which is fine. And you know their own their own events or their own shows. And like Amy Bruni, she does a good job of just kind of. She's so neutral. Yeah, she's and I know Amy from the past. Um, she was part of Taps Family Radio uh, back in the day, of course. She was actually my uh, uh, what was she? She'd be the program director or something like that. But she. She got all the guests for Taps Family Radio for me, and we we got her from Pacific Paranormal, which turns into a, turned into a Taps Family West group. But uh, yeah, Amy came from that, joined myself and the co-host of Taps Family Radio. But she booked all of our guests, mm. so she she did a good job there. Great lady, and I'm glad she's doing her thing now. Yeah, but, for sure. So some people just do their own thing, and they're not stirring the shit. Like, why? Why, Um, You know, just to be relevant? You know what I mean? Like, stupid. Yeah. Patrick Burns from True TV's Haunting Evidence, you know, back in the day. He had his own show, and he had things going on. And he just kind of, he just kind of went into the distance, and he's his own quiet person. You know what I mean? Like, and then there's other people, which I'm not going (laughs) to. Name drop. Definitely not. But they just, they use, like, Twitter to be like. Fuck Trump and Dumb. you know, like you look like a clown. Obama sucks, and it's like nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit like what you think. No, like oh, this is my own personal account. I'll say what I want. And just like, like you, and you're absolutely right. You know, like the people who say that are absolutely right. But it's like, yeah, I get it. I mean, but oh man, yeah. So keep I, it classy. I have my own pet peeves and fake evidence and bullshit paracelebs and you know there's a lot of good people out there 
there's a lot of good evidence out there. And I don't mean to rant this whole show. <laughs> hey, it's been interesting. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been a change up. I guess we kind of got onto that from the whole prospect that there might be some trickery going on at Whispers. Might be. Yeah. But I doubt it. I'm, I, I wanna, hope not. I yeah. Wanna, yeah. So one thing I want to mention about Whispers, there's a door on the second floor that opens almost every every investigation. So you think there's like a logical explanation for that? I want to look into it deeper. Um, when you get done or home tonight or whatever, yeah. you could take a look and just watch any video and you'll see this door open. Yeah. And it's funny because you can see the door jiggle and you can hear the doorknob click. I'm sorry? You, what? You don't just see like a drafty door go. <laughs> or like an unlevel door or something. Right. You you physically see it go. Listen. Uh, like in every other video, it's like, I want to know what causes that. And some, I think, don't get me wrong, I think somebody went into that room who was investigating it, like the closet or the room. Yeah. On the other side of the door and had a heart attack. Like, it was a guy, too. I got chicken skin. Yeah, like, what? I don't know if he died. He actually may have died, but he had a heart attack on the other side of that door. <gasps> like, that is creepy. That is what? creepy. I so, didn't know that. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm interested in the Whispers estate. There's I am. There's some very hardcore stuff that goes on in there. But if that door's opening, I want to catch it. Just, yeah, that's interesting. I thought, like, when you said this door opens, I'm like, oh, it's probably unlevel. Yeah. But no, it's like clicking and shit. Yeah, no, you can watch it. Unless watch. it's like a robot door. Well, that's why I mentioned it. Yeah. I want to really look at the door and see, like, is there any hocus pocus going on with the yeah. door? Like, it happens a little too much for my taste, but, um, you know, a lot of paranormal investigators aren't dumb. They, they're scientific-minded. They're not scientists, but they're minded enough to um, check out whether or not there's a mechanism. Try to... Just like debunk it, right? Yeah, because they they don't want to be duped by uh, trickery. Oh man, yeah, it does happen. It does, it really does. It does happen, but uh, yeah, Whispers Estate next month, a uh, couple weeks actually from now. It will be your How birthday. Three weeks. What, what? Yeah, we're going on my birthday, so. Um. But no, yeah, like I'm I'm excited, and like I said earlier. Like, not a lot of big names have been there, which is cool, because yeah. it's, like, almost like a virgin building. Yeah. A virgin location. I suspect it'll be popular at some point. Yeah. No, I get that, too. So, it's not like we're going to the Conjuring house that's been gone to 495 times right. this month. That's booked out for two years or whatever. Yeah, like... So, did you hear about Waverly? No. Yeah, Waverly maybe. Hills is, like, uh, so... Uh, the Mattingleys, who own the actual Waverly Hills Sanatorium or mm -hmm. whatever, sanitarium? Sanatorium. The big creepy building. Um, they own it, but there's a Waverly Hills Preservation Society that is trying to take it from them. For what reason? Um, I, th I think some of, some of it has to do with finances, but don't quote me on that. There's, yeah. there's a lot of like animosity between the two parties and both sides have a story but um the preservation society says that they're not going to take the building 
I guess they just want to facilitate the proper repairs on the building. And I think on the, don't quote me on this, but I think on the other side of the fence, they feel like they're going to get it taken from them. And more the fandom on our side, the paranormal investigators that love Waverly, Mm -hmm. feel like it's the end of the, it's going to get demolished or something. I don't know the full story, but um, yeah, there's some fighting going on there in the courts. Or maybe it's not in the courts yet, but yes, it is in the courts. And they're trying to, there's some legal stuff going on with Waverly Hills. That would be super uncool if somebody got their hands on it and tore it down. Yeah, I don't think that's a goal for anybody. A preservation society is there to preserve. Preserve, yeah. And I'm sure the Mattingleys don't want to tear it down. No. Yeah. But there's some financial discrepancies involved and, you know, I don't want to get into all that, but. Yeah, it's, it's kind of in the news. It'll be interesting to see what happens with, with Waverly Hills. Hopefully nothing shitty happens. Have you heard anything else going on in the paranormal world? I, so randomly, and I always think about like, ever since last uh, recording, when we did the paranormal news, I'm like, man, like I feel like nothing ever happens in the paranormal, but listen. So when I was a kid, I was obsessed with High School Musical. And the uh, Gabriella Montez, the so for my 90s babies, um, in the early 2000s, we watched High School Musical, and Vanessa Hutchins was the main chick. Right. She claims to be spiritually gifted. Oh. So she actually claimed, and I heard her, she was on the Kelly Clarkson show. Mm-hmm. And it was weird because I was thinking, like I said, like, Nothing ever happens in the paranormal. Like, what kind of news can I bring to the table? Where there was this actual, like, thing on the radio just popped up when I was driving. It said, Vanessa Hutchins thinks she's, like, spiritually gifted. Like, she's been talking to dead people since she was a kid. Oh, wow. And she was, like, an idol for me when I was a kid. Hmm. She said uh, that she, one time when she was a kid, she had this toy duck that you know the ones where you just like it has like a leash or whatever you walk your duck i don't know what the hell but she started walking through her house or wherever and this thing would start rolling beside her like i don't know she said all this she had all these weird claims and i thought that was pretty cool like somebody from my childhood thinks that so she's into stuff like this she must be (laughs) she says that uh she blocks it out she has blocked it out for a really long time but she's kind of opened to it because she said, well, it's a gift, you know, yeah. you might as well. But that was so cool. It caught me off guard. Like, Does she have, wow. like, she, she talks to dead people or she's, she's a medium? She Yeah. Um, she said she started recently toying with a spirit box, which is also weird. Like, I don't know, because I got one. That's cool. So, you yeah. know, people watch, yeah. watch these shows like everybody else. Certainly, yeah. No. Like, like Jaden Smith. My my meme's kind of trending. I, I so the whole. Did you Will make a Jaden meme? I made a statement to him. Oh, I'm a nobody, so he's not ever going to read it. Um, but yeah, he like after the Will Smith Chris Rock slap, yeah slap heard around the world. He tweeted something like uh, after Will smacked him, he's like, "This is how we do it." So I made a meme. It had a picture of Will Smith, and he's kind of got this grimace on his face, holding an Oscar. It says, Will Smith banned for 10 years from the Oscars. I said, nah, Jaden, this is how we do it. So it's like <laughs> getting a bunch of retweets and likes right now on Twitter. But 
Yeah. It, well, what made me think of that is that back in the day, Will Smith, or um, Jaden Smith had bugged me to get into a uh, a haunted event. Yeah. Remember that? And he was like, and I, you know, what's funny is I, I say all this shit and I can't really prove it. Like, so I went it back. It sucks. Yeah. I went back to my old MySpace. Oh. So it was on MySpace where Jaden Smith contacted me about um, getting into, I think it was a USS Hornet event out in uh, Alameda, which is part of San Francisco area. And he said he was going to like ask Yeah, he was dad. like, hey, are you on that show, Ghost Hunters? I said, no, I'm not on the show, but I am part of the TAPS group. And he was like, oh, man, are you doing the event? And I said, yeah. And we, we got to kind of going back and forth. And he was like, can I come? And I said, are you serious? Right. Like, and, and long story short, he says, well, I'll have to ask my dad. And I don't know what happened. I never heard from him after that. The right? Will Smith. And it was, it was Jaden Smith, and he was going to talk to Will Smith about coming to one of my events. And I can't remember if he was with Jada at the time. Probably, but. I would assume, yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, it was just kind of funny. But, um, yeah, and back in my MySpace days, I was followed by and messaged by now celebrities i'm you know who gina gershon is no i've never heard of that look her up it's her and then the teenage witch girl i can't remember her name oh my god what's her name we talked to some business on there um and then just like a bunch of other people like that you'd be like wow and i when i looked at my old myspace i'm like really i didn't know this person followed me and <laughs> you know what i wish that we had your old sprint phone yeah. With all the, the archive of numbers that are probably some of them now and, big names. And text messages. Yeah. Zach Bagans would yeah. be on there. He, he probably doesn't remember me, but we'd talked a little bit over text and um, other people. Yeah. You know, but that's all in the past. And I'm just a lonely radio guy in the, in the Shadow Things podcast studio. It's still crazy shit. Yeah. So we're just doing our own thing. Yep. But um, just real quick, so we, Mandy and I went to the Low Hotel. Yeah, I want to know about this. We didn't talk about that, like on on air yet. No, I just seen the, your Facebook comment, and I was like, well, the only thing haunted about the Low is probably the dirt. <laughs> I tell it how it is. Listen, all the Low is cool. Like it's old. It's creepy as all horseshit. Good. Is it like? Good creepy vibes when you walk in. But, yeah, but when you're really like, well, when it comes down to it, here's the deal: nothing happened to us. That you know, doesn't we, always mean anything. Well, <laughs> we had a real creepy room, and it was just creepy as shit. But and the owners are like, real. They're like, they're open to you, like wanting to hear about the ghosts and stuff. There, like the lady that checked us in, which I think was the sister to the owner. She was all, like, talking about the ghost. Oh, you know, the haunted rooms are up there, blah, blah, blah. But when we when it came down to it, she was like, after 10 o'clock, that's curfew. We like everybody to be in their rooms. And if you Ew. leave the hotel after that, you may not be able to get back in. I'm sorry? I'm like, no, you can't lock people in the building. Now, she didn't say that, but I've heard a lot of other people say that they were told after 10, you need to be in the hotel. She told She gave us a key to the outside door. And said after 10, uh, the guy at the front desk who's doing maintenance and housekeeping after 10. I don't buy that. Who would That's do, interesting. Who would do that? When they want everybody to be quiet in a hotel, who's going to be in there running a vacuum and drilling holes in the wall? 
How are you doing maintenance and housekeeping? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's what she honestly said. That. What in the literal hell? So, you know, she told us we'll have to wait at the door for the guy to let us in. But why am I going to wait for the guy at the front desk to let me in when I have a key to the building? No, I'm going in the building. I have a legal right to be there. That's We've so rented a room for the night. But we, we made sure we were in by 10 o'clock. Yeah. And the lady who checked us in was sitting there very nice. Like, oh, you guys made it back. Blah, blah, blah. I hope you have a nice day. Yeah. I was like... I, and I brought it to her attention. I said, you know, I I know that when it's quiet time after 10 p.m., I said, but do you mind if I walk around and just kind of like take pictures of some of the common areas and just look around very quietly? She said, well, maybe a little, but we don't like people to do that after 10. What is everybody doing? What is the staff doing after 10? So it was fine, right. <laughs> so it was fine to get my money under the guise that it's haunted. But when it comes to actually creeping around the hotel very quietly, it's a no-go. So we locked our happy asses in the room 202 for the entire night and got up mad as hell in the morning and left Point Pleasant. It was very disappointing that we could not go there and just be out of our room. Now, we, we heard people walking up and down the hallway all night. Because the, the 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 floors are like the building's like five hundred and forty eight years old, not literally, but it's ancient. You can hear the floors creaking. So we heard people walking around, but nothing happened to us in the room whatsoever. You know, we did EVP recordings, and that's a paranormal boner killer for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, you go to a place for that, and it's like, yeah, don't put a curfew on people. Yeah, it's dumb. But uh, you know what gave us the idea? I'm going to plug him real quick, him and his wife. Uh, we were watching the Low Hotel videos, you know, just a look. Yeah. And we seen this couple from New Jersey stay there. And they had a good time. They were creeping around. And they're not ghost hunters at all. Mm-hmm. And they, they just, their energy was amazing. But I want to give a shout out to uh, the Tucker Upper channel. So Turner and Sammy J. They're YouTubers out of New Jersey, and they're they're like kind of I don't want to call them trash pickers, but they do pick trash, and they do they film their adventures like finding stuff in the garbage on the curbside, mm-hmm. going through old junkyard cars, um, going to flea markets, yeah, thrift shops, and they get these cool finds, and he flips them for money, like that's all they do. Wow, they got hundreds of thousands of followers, and I think their channel is called. Well, they got three of them. It's Tucker Upper, and then they got Strange Occupations, and then Sammy, she has her own channel. It's called Bambi something, but you, you can find them on YouTube, but really cool people. And we, they stayed at the low, and they were so pumped. Like, like Turner's energy is, like, addicting. Yeah. It's like, wow, this is gold. He's got that surfer accent, and you got to check him out. But, yeah. So everybody check out. Tucker Upper on YouTube. I'm going to have to do that. After you check out the shadow things, of course. Is there anybody you want to plug on on YouTube or No, I don't <laughs> I don't I don't watch anybody like other than the obvious. But Sam and Colby. Sam and Colby. What's I've, up? I haven't seen one single episode of their new season. The the Revolution or what what is that called? They filmed The Attachment. Mm. They filmed right down the damn street, and you're telling me that you didn't watch it? Not yet. Stop it. I will. I watched their Conjuring House return and their first thing. 
I like Sam and Colby because, first of all, they're my age, living the life that I want, and I feel like they're my kind of people. Yeah. That's plain and simple. They're very down to earth, too. They're my kind of people. That's the kind of people. They're like my dream team. Right. I'm addicted to those dudes. Yeah. And they, they got a good thing going, too. Yeah. And their friendship is immaculate. Goals. Sam and Gold, Colby's? Yeah. yeah. Like, you unmatched. The energy yeah. is unmatched. But they were just in Ohio for season one yeah. of this year. Film, and Filmed at the Miller Building. Like, I woke up one morning and somebody was like, Sam and Colby is, like, in town. And I'm like... I think that was me. What do I do? Somebody... <laughs> I can't even remember. Like, it, it happened so fast. I didn't get to meet them. I think they were staying over there off of Memorial... In the hotel, like five feet from us. My one opportunity. Yeah. Gone. But I I will say they filmed at um, the Miller Building, which... Is the uh, Fairfield... The Fairfield Infirmary. Infirmary, yeah. yeah. And they also... Same guy owns it. Um, Madison Seminary. Um, Adam. Yeah, Adam. Cool guy. Um, so, the, yeah, they filmed at Madison Seminary and OSR. Yeah, they filmed it as far as well. All three episodes were great. Really? Yeah. Um, and that's the same like thing we keep saying over and over. It doesn't always have to be constant excitement and constant evidence for it to be a credible location. They don't have constant evidence in their videos, mm-hmm. but the energy is always there. Yeah. Like, they always bring it to the table. Like One of my... F- other favorite um youtubers has the same thing kind of going on his name is omar so he's omar gosh omar TV. gosh yep awesome he puts out some great content he is not a ghost hunter he's more of an explorer of creepy places right abandoned places or mm-hmm. what have you he does all kinds of videos but um omar will go in there with a couple of friends or maybe by himself he's doing the, this whole next summer coming up this summer by himself it's called alone in the dark i believe oh he's not even taking tiffany his wife or any of the members of the fam so he does um a lot of videos with chris Starr and james the fan james the fam and uh (laughs) other people but he's going alone Uh, and his reactions are genuine and um you know but he's the first to tell you he said one of the videos I just watched, he was like, paranormal investigations are boring. Like yeah. Ghost hunting is boring. But exploring and just having that, that moment you can capture and share with other people is great. And he just puts it all together and puts it out. Great videos. Not a ghost hunter, but has been to every haunted location going. Man. So shout shout out to Omar Gosh TV. Yeah. yeah. And Chris Starr, she's doing her own thing. And James the Fam. So they're going to have their own cross-country uh, tour of haunted places coming up this season so check them out but we're going to do our own thing as well you're putting mm-hmm. together your own group but we're going to um we're we're filming um we're having a professional producer director come in and film our whispers of state experience with us did you ever get a chance to confirm yeah okay so we're confirmed but uh we're, we're still working out some details but we're gonna put together some nice content to put on youtube besides yeah. these podcasts and um let you see what we do you know and just get to know us even more visually Dude. we're not much to look at i'm not much to look at I'm, i got a face for radio for sure like, no same like you don't but 
Whatever. Listen, I've got 16 chins. That's why the camera is propped up at an angle. Whatever, bro. Whatever, bro. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I'm really determined to get that going. I don't know. i got to work out the details myself. But, so, for whispers, are we doing a live stream? Yeah, we're going to do... Like, at any point? We're probably going to do a Facebook live stream. Yeah. Or maybe if I can figure out how to do YouTube, but we've never done that before. Yeah. If if other people can do it, why can't we? Word. So we're going to do some kind of a live stream. I thought about live streaming, if I can pull it off, live stream the full spectrum camera. And get yeah. people to comment on anything they're seeing in the hallway or maybe we'll do it up in the Oculus room. That would be sick. Yeah. So we'll have some sort of live stream and I'll announce the date shortly. We've um, got a lot of uh, logistics and organizing to do for this trip. Right. It's going to be gnarly. We'll announce the date the day before or so for the live stream. We'll just kind of give a 24-hour heads up because we don't want people there fanboying for my autograph and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, they see my Rari pull up and... Range Rover. Yes. (laughs) So we're going to do that and um, we're going to put together another show here. We actually um, have been slacking a little bit on the Shadow Things podcast. Uh, Life. I I mean, some people do this through their life, but... Yeah. For some reason. The last, last one we put out was about our Mothman, uh, well, the Mingo Effect project that's that we're going to be working on shortly. Um, yeah, so we kind of left off there, and a few weeks later, here we are talking about Whispers, since that's yeah. going to be our next big thing. But we're going to do the Whispers. Um, I think we've got a UFO show going to be cooking up here. I want to get some guests on. I want to do a Bigfoot show. I was getting ready to say that. That's funny. Yeah. I, I haven't even told you this yet, but... And I'll, um, I'll, oh, I hope I didn't delete that. Oh my God, that would be awful. I'll let you listen to it after we get done with this. But yeah, Mandy and I went to Tar Hollow State Park last weekend and just goofing around because it's supposedly a, a Bigfoot habitat and yeah. there's experiences there. Did I tell you about this? No. We went to Tar Hollow and we just was goofing around. Barely anyone there. Like there's a couple yeah. of people in campsites, but. We went, we drove for like half hour into the woods. It's huge. It's big as Salt Fork. Maybe bigger than Salt Fork State wow. Park. We went out in the middle of nowhere and just pulled off. And there's this ridge that looks down into this valley of wilderness. Mm-hmm. And I just, I did this big, I called them Wookiee calls. So I did this Sasquatch howl. Like, Ooh. yeah, it was like super embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I got on film too. I did a couple of those, and then me and Mandy are talking, and we hear it returned to us. Shut the front door. Yes. It howls back almost like I did to it. And I tried it again, and it didn't do it. And then as we were leaving, I did it again, but deeper. And then I did a couple of whistles, and it returned it. And I got the return audibly on the recording. Oh. And you can see our reactions and everything. So I hope you still have that. It. You know, with Occam's razor, with everything being equal, the simplest explanation is the correct one. It probably was a person. A person, Camping yeah. or something that's saying, oh, oh, there's an idiot. You know, it's how back. That's probably what happened. But I'm telling you, we were in the middle of nowhere. Not near campsites or um, park offices or picnic areas. We were in the middle of nowhere. And you can get lost in that place. Yeah. And it's known to have Bigfoot encounters. Mm. So I will I will actually post that, uh, maybe even with this video. But 
Um, it'll also be on mine and Mandy's channel shortly, which uh, we are going to launch. We haven't really put it all together. We do have a few videos to, to edit and stuff, but the channel is going to be called Down With Whatever. I like that. I know it's not. It's going to be called Down For Whatever. <laughs> See, we don't have it all together. Yeah, <laughs> It's Down For Whatever with Beezer and Mandy. So we're going to put that uh, Bigfoot experience, the whole thing. I'll give you guys. That's sick. The Shadow Things, uh, the direct clip of the howl. But for the full uh, Tar Hollow State Park adventure, it'll be on the Down For Whatever uh, channel featuring Beezer and Mandy. Noise, noise. So that's it. We're about an hour and a half into it. We are going to get ready for the work week and uh, the next show. And uh, next time we talk to you, we'll be one step closer to our Whispers visit. So we might have a little more content, but we'll bring you a better show here shortly. And as always, we remind you to like and subscribe to our shit. Spank that subscribe yes. button right on the booty. Bash it. And also, you can find our podcasts wherever you find your other podcast at. You know, it's just about everywhere. So. Mm-hmm. Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Google, um, Apple, you name it. So check us out. And uh, as a reminder, what's the catchphrase? You got to do it because I'm going to fuck it up. Go ahead. (laughs) As a reminder, everybody. You forgot it, didn't you? No. Ready? Stay out of the... Stay in the light. Stay in the light and out of the shadows. There you go. Peace. That's it for this week's show. Thanks for stopping by and sitting around the campfire with us or hanging out in the creepy attic, listening to this Now in the Books episode of the Shadow Things podcast. And just remember, on behalf of myself and my co-host, stay in the light and out of the shadows.